Thanks for tuning in to After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel, along with streaming on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please be sure to search for America Out Loud. In addition to that, we're available on AmericaOutloud.news, which has thousands of podcasts and articles updated daily. And like we say, we always appreciate it when you share that on any form of social media we have this huge election coming up and uh, we can use all the support that we could get and uh, we appreciate uh, everybody sharing and listening uh, tonight and any night that you tune into america out loud certainly a lot to talk about tonight Uh, we've got this crisis on the border Uh, mayorkas looks like he's finally about to hit the road Uh, mike johnson saying that uh, he believes that the Republicans are going to be able to come up with the votes to get rid of Mayorkas, probably. So this is a long overdue. Uh, as Rob and I discussed last week, uh, this border crisis is just costing American families, costing American lives. It's hurting these communities, these black communities all over the country, uh, getting shipped into their neighborhoods, Uh You can't really blame Texas for that either. I mean, this is what these Democrat mayors have been asking for, saying they're sanctuary cities. So uh, Texas Governor Greg Abbott uh, tell them to put their money where their mouth is, and they haven't been able to handle uh, the illegals that have entered their cities. We've read about it in Denver, in New York City, in Chicago, Um, all these blue cities that have uh, bragged about being sanctuary cities are having huge issues uh, with the illegal immigrants, and Mayorkas has got to go. Uh, Rob, certainly a lot on the docket tonight, but let's get started off with the border. What are your thoughts on the impending Mayorkas impeachment? Well, it's long overdue. I've been wondering what has taken them so long to get to this point. I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. And as you mentioned, we've been talking about this before for quite some time. Why are they waiting to impeach this guy? Now, Jonathan Turley, who is a legal scholar, well-respected, has come out to say he doesn't think that an impeachment rise to the occasion. What are they going to impeach him on? And I would submit to him, as well as to you, that he is derelict in upholding the laws of the United States, as is Joe Biden, to protect us against foreign invaders. The people coming in at the border are foreign invaders. Someone could argue, but Joe invited them in. Still, they're foreign invaders. They're not coming here legally. And how almost four years into his administration, people are okay with this. People have bought into the narrative that this country does not belong to the white man, which is the the thought process. This is what's going on in their head because they've been indoctrinated. Therefore, anyone should be able to come in because the white man stole it from the Indians. And we have talked about this before ad nauseum. That is a lie. It is a big lie. You look all around you at every nation, every country, it is the same pattern. Someone came in, they took over, the people who were there, they held them captives, and it goes on and on and on. That's how nations are built from years ago. Now, today, that doesn't happen. However, it could happen if we take our eyes off the prize and we allow China to come in and take over, which is what this administration is doing. So when people sit back and they're like, we're okay, let them come in, they need an opportunity They need to be able to work. They're trying to flee their country, but we're sending money to their country. 
Why isn't the president of that country trying to escape? And why would they come to the United States, as I submitted to you, if the country is so racist? No one has ever answered that question. No one in the media has ever put it out there that if we are so racist, why are people coming in by the dozens, by the thousands? Why are they coming here if we're such a racist country? No one can answer it. But yet and still, they keep coming across the border. You have the left saying that we're tearing apart families and to protect the children. What children are you trying to protect when kids are coming here with complete strangers? Human trafficking. The left is just a walking, talking, contradictory time bomb. They say that there is a war on women. They talk about toxic males. But you have men trying to be women, and no one is standing up and saying, you're not a woman. You can't take my job. You can't compete where I want to compete and take my place. It's just so much contradiction, and no one wants to point it out. You don't even have to argue about it. Just point it out. Just put it in front of them and leave it there. Gender reaffirming care. How can a 10-year-old decide, I want to chop off my penis and chop off my breast because I feel that I'm a male, a male or a girl? How can that? We don't let them decide what they eat. We don't let them decide to drink or smoke, but they can decide their gender because the doctors looked at it and got it wrong. See, it's just so, it's, it's full of contradiction and no one wants to just stop out and say, wait a minute, if you're so right, let's just lay it, put the cards on the table. Let's just look at this. Call me what I want to be called. Respect that. So when you start saying you want to be a cat, we're supposed to refer to you as a cat, a kitten, a puppy. This is the same thing with the border. It's just, Andrew, it's just common sense. You only need to apply common sense to understand what's happening. And what's happening doesn't make any sense. It's not common sense. Trump said this back in 2016, that Mexico is not letting in their finest and the brightest. They're letting in rapists, criminals. And look at Look at the people that are coming here. Look at the Americans that have lost their lives because of these illegals. In New York City the other day, we witnessed on tape police officers being beaten to a pulp by a gang of thugs. Horrible. It, it, horrible. Immigrant thugs. I heard they were let out as well. Is that true? Yep. They were let out. They went, called them, gave them a desk warrant and said, come back in 20, 2030. And we'll hear your trial. Meanwhile, they want to rush through Donald Trump's case. We got to rush it through because we want to make certain that we get a conviction because we're hearing that independents won't vote for him if he's convicted. Well, why wouldn't they vote for him? You got Joe Biden, who's committing all kinds of crime. You're going to vote for him. Whereas, you know, you see these charges up against Trump, all manufactured. It's only designed to stop him. Our legal system is corrupt. We have no attorneys who wants to stand up and call it out. We have no judges. And if they are calling it out, the media will not give them a platform. So you want to go after an innocent man. Meanwhile, you're going to let these thugs who don't belong here out on the streets to attack police officers. And then you have Cori Bush. We're finding out that she hired her husband to be her bodyguard, security detail. And he has no background in this, but she's giving him a six-figure six, uh, six salary. And she's telling you, we need to defund the police. But look at the crime. You got Fannie Lewis, or Fannie, whatever her name is, the, the AG, uh, district attorney, rather, DA in Fulton County, giving money to her boyfriend. Yeah, hopefully she's about to be removed. Well, I hope so. But you never can tell with the way the Democrats, if the Democrats are running things, you would think, Andrew, that E. Jean Carroll would have never won her lawsuit. So I'm just going to let you guys know just right now, all these trials that Trump is in, these indictments, he will more than likely be found guilty. I don't even want to say more than likely. He will be found guilty because look at the juries. 
Right. And hires like Cori Bush's husband, it's partly responsible with liberal policies like DEI, where we see unqualified people being hired for jobs. And then you've got billionaires, idiots like Mark Cuban, out basically bragging that he hires based off of race instead of anything else, which is illegal. I mean, these liberals have completely lost the plot. It doesn't make any sense, Andrew. These are all examples that we're pointing to if you were just to put them down on the table and then compare this to the whole thing with the border. People will look and say, this makes no sense. But you have Democrats who want to play the violin and sing the sad song. Oh, look at this. This is so sad. Harvard, again, embroiled in another DEI situation with their DEI head is caught plagiarizing. Now, I got to admit, okay, I've written papers before. And I am terrified not to plagiarize someone. I'm making certain that I'm giving them quotes if I quote them. Right. I mean, it, it just, I'm fearful. I'm like, let me make certain I gave the right quote. Whereas these people who are supposed to be the creme de la creme, they're plagiarizing, they're doing everything else. And we're supposed to say it's okay. And if you call them out, oh, it's because of racism, it's because of genderism. This is the Democrats' playbook. If you call us out, we will attack you. We will make you the bad guy. Maybe that's the reason why no one wants to call it out. Maybe that's the reason why we see all these people coming in at the border. But thank God, the mayor, the governor of Texas is saying no more. We're going to keep our fences up. If they take them down, we're going to put them back up. And if they deputize the National Guards, we've got something for them. This doesn't look good. And you would think that people would see this and this would tank Joe Biden in the polls. You would think people would see this and say, yes, we need to impeach Mallorca. He won't step down. He's not going to step down. If the tables were turned and this was Trump's administration, a person in that position, Homeland Security, would have already just on his own resigned. Because this is how Democrats are. They're very, I mean, Republicans are, they're very scared. They'll resign quick. Well, I'm just going to resign. I don't want to be a distraction. But for Democrats, they will stay in and will dare you to remove them. They will dare you, just like they're daring us. We're going to take that fence down and you better not bring it back up. We're going to hire all these people with DEI and you better not say anything about it. We're going to let these immigrants come here and beat up the police and you can't say a darn thing. Whatever happened with uh, Bob Menendez? Is he still in his slot? I mean, he's uh... still there. George Santos, look how quickly they rushed to get him out. And then uh, Bob Menendez, still there. I mean, that's got to be a little bit of a Democrat privilege. I know that we said he wasn't necessarily uh, their favorite. Perhaps that's why they were coming after him in the first place. But, I mean, if this guy were a Republican with these allegations, they'd have gotten rid of him months ago. Even John Fetterman called it out and said, if we're going to get rid of George Santos, why is Bob Fetterman, uh, why is Menendez still in office? Now, to to be honest with you, Andrew, as far as I'm concerned, if I were Menendez, I would fight this. Yeah, I would fight it because it's just a it's just the Democrats eating their own. Speaking of Fetterman, you see that rumor that his wife's leaving him. (laughs) Oh, she's leaving him because he's not woke anymore. (laughs) Yeah, apparently. I mean, you think about her. She's a woke progressive. Apparently, she deleted her social media accounts because of all the pushback she was getting because of her husband's uh, policies. And uh, now the reports are that they're splitting up. So uh, apparently, when he went to this uh, place to get rehabilitated, uh, just everything 
it just came clear to him that he's getting rid of this uh, progressive anti-American sleazebag uh, if this ends up coming to fruition. Or maybe could it be, Andrew, that he wasn't dying quick enough because she thought that she was going to get that seat? Remember, right. she was saying that if he can't fulfill it, she's going to get the seat. So when he went to the rehabilitation, maybe the indoctrination came up and he probably saw the light. Because as of lately, he's been saying a lot of things like, yes, Israel, there were people protesting outside of his apartment. And I'm hearing that he came out and waved the flag. He's talked about the border, that we need to have border control. And these are things that the Democrats don't like. So if I were him, I would be careful because they will turn on him. They want an open border. They want it. They want to go against Israel. They want to change the genders of people. They, by the year, I think someone said, I think it was, uh, who said this? I think it was uh, Mayor Bill Meyer. He said that by 2035, that we'll all be, uh, uh, what is it, trans and whatnot. This is what they want. This is what the left wants. Yeah, and you know how uh, sometimes you'll read a rumor online and you'll just think of that. I, I followed up on this John Fetterman rumor, and he followed up in saying that it's not true. She deleted all of her social media accounts because she's sick of the pro-Palestine crazies harassing her. So uh, apparently the Fettermans are still like, together, according to John Fetterman. Just wanted to clear that up. Well, well, Andrew, time will tell. But I do believe that yes. she probably felt that he wasn't dying quick enough. She thought, I think she thought that he was going to be completely out of it and that she would eventually step in that seat. And it's not happening. So now she's like, maybe she's thinking like, oh, my God, this guy, you know how you, when you marry an older, a, a younger man marries an older woman, he's thinking she's going to die and she ends up outliving him. Maybe yes. that was the situation, the case there. But he has been talking, what he's been saying is what you would think the Democrat would say, close the border. And I would submit to you all also, if you go back and you look at other things that previous presidents have said, they have all said, even Barack Obama, we need to control the border. But after 2016, and they looked at the numbers and they said, wait a minute, if we get these people in here, for one, when we do the census, they're counted, even if they're illegal, and that will help us as far as getting uh, seats in the House. Because it's proportion depending on the amount of people, the state representatives. And then slowly, we'll get the amnesty, and if that, we'll allow them to vote. And that's what I don't understand as an American. Why would you want to give up something so sacred to someone who doesn't belong here? Give them the right to vote. Because if you do that, you will have people coming to the United States from other countries. You will have their governments planning people here so that they can vote. Are, are, are Americans that dumb? Our, our school system, they've indoctrinated people to, to think that, no, you deserve a right to vote. No, you don't. That's such a sacred thing. Yeah, and I submit and to black people, you're being replaced. They want these illegals here so that they can replace you because they're looking at, we can't count on the black vote anymore. And you only make up 13% of the population. So your vote is being diluted by these illegals. You're absolutely right, Rob, and we uh, can discuss this more in the second half of the show after the commercial break, but uh, I think Newt Gingrich is spot on 
when he says that these Republicans cannot come to a weak border deal with Joe Biden and give him some kind of win. The fact is, Joe Biden does not want to protect the border. If he really wanted to protect the border, he could be using the laws that are already on the books. Instead, he scrubbed them all, got rid of all of President Trump's policies like remain in Mexico. Uh, So, yeah, he's totally insincere and wanting to close down the border. Uh, That would just be bad politics for Republicans to come to one of these weak agreements with Democrats because Joe Biden could already uh, be closing down the border a lot better than he is with the laws that are on the books. I mean, look what President Trump did. But he refuses. Uh, we'll continue this discussion after the break. You're tuned into After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeart Radio channel Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. Be sure to go to AmericaOutloud.news. Check out the revamped website, thousands of articles. Our entire archive of shows. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Ian. Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. The buildup of spike proteins is dangerous to your health. Global Healing's Foreign Protein Cleanse detoxes your body, removing the spike proteins, allowing your body to repair from within. Formulated by Dr. Edward Group and by Dr. Brian Artis, Foreign Protein Cleanse targets and detoxes spike proteins in the body. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Who's got time for a nasal invasion messing up your lifestyle? Crush those nasties before they become a problem. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order with the coupon code OUTLOUD, you'll receive 20% off the entire purchase. Go to americaoutloud.shop. That's americaoutloud.shop and use coupon code OUTLOUD. Use Cofix RX because it works. We are back here on After Dark with Robin Andrew. And as I said, we're going to continue our discussion on Republicans and the border and how it makes no sense, in my opinion. Uh, Rob hasn't weighed in yet. But to come to one of these deals with the Democrats, it's really not about closing down the border. It's about making Joe Biden look good before the election. As I mentioned before the break, uh, Joe Biden could be using a lot of laws that are already on the books uh, to help close down the border. If he didn't want an open border, he wouldn't have got rid of all of the Trump policies that were working so well that had immigration down over 30 percent. Compared to now, uh, it's just through the roof, record numbers of illegals, apprehensions, um, not to mention the ones that are getting through Border Patrol's hands. Uh, Rob, what are your thoughts on Republicans coming to any kind of deal like the Senate seems to want to do so badly? No, we don't need to do that. We don't need to do anything that's going to give Biden a victory. Biden has had three years to get the border under control. 
there are laws right now. All he has to do is say, close the border. He doesn't want to do it. There are almost, I think, 8 million people here illegally. They outnumber the total population of some of our states. And I spoke about this before when we were talking about Afghanistan, the fall of Afghanistan, and how we were letting in Afghanistanians. I think there was a total of 50,000, which is, again, the total population of some towns in America. Now, imagine if you were to put them all together. We see Democrats are smart. They won't do that. What they'll do is they'll parcel them out, and they will send them to red states, states that are run properly so they can drag down the economy so that they can change the vote. This is how Democrats think. So when Joe Biden is saying, if the Republicans, if I, I, I want to do something about the border, they just need to give me the right to do it, give me the power. He's lying to you. And Republicans need to start standing up. We are a weak group of people. We don't stand up. We don't fight. We sit back and we watch. We allow them just to steamroll right over us. I'm like, come on, use your God-given sense. Stop them. Call them out. They should be up, Andrew talking about the Democrats, what the Democrats are doing, how they're impacting the country, how what the, the policies that they're putting out there is having a devastating effect on the country. Why aren't they saying it? Why aren't they doing it? Instead, they're just sitting there just watching and waiting. Well, we hope the people are going to figure it out. No, you have to give them something. You have to point it out the same way they point out, they're uh, trying to point out what Republicans aren't doing. You have to call these people out. You're right, because if you've reached some kind of deal with the Biden administration on the border, sadly, people will believe it. Uh, For example, I listen to a local talk radio show in the morning sometimes, and uh, this guy on there, uh, he's more conservative than liberal, but the guy's just a Trump hater. So he's all about the Republicans coming to a deal with the Biden administration. And it's like, how can people fall for this stuff? But here you have it. People fall for it all the time. So, uh, yeah, you cannot give the Biden administration any kind of win on the border whatsoever. Um, And we got to stop sending out all of our money to Ukraine as well. I mean, there's so many things that the Biden administration uh, needs to be admonished and held accountable on. And uh, I saw finally the other day Lloyd Austin's back. After those soldiers got bombed, he's making appearances again. So I guess he's finally out of the intensive care unit for the time being. But uh, yeah, this administration is a disaster. Lord Austin is back after being after gone missing for quite some time. No one knew where he was. Biden didn't know. He hasn't been held accountable. He should. He that's another one who should step down, who should be impeached. But he won't because he feels as though he's entitled. Another DEI hire. He's entitled to be in that position. You can't question him because he's a black man. And that's wrong. We need to question him because he's not fit to serve. Look at how he has destroyed the military. If we were to go to war, who's going to fight? And I've spoken about this and spoken about it so many times on our shows. Who's going to fight? The men don't know if they're women and the women don't know if they're men. It's a bunch of confusion. So who's going to go down to the border? And I was reading somewhere, this guy, uh, John Bolton, who's a Trump hater because Trump wouldn't go to war with Iran. And people have to remember all these things. See, this is how, how soon we forget about a lot of these stories. And a lot of people, John Bolton has a book that's coming out that he's trying to sell. So he's going around to the different TV stations and he's talking stations that don't like him, uh, liberal networks like fake news CNN and 
PMS, NBC, he's going on there and he's talking about, well, Trump is no good. And Trump, if he come back into office, we're going to be in all these problems and troubles and blah, 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 blah. But people fail to realize that John Bolton is hawkish for war. He wants to bring take America to war because it benefits the industrial complex. And that's the reason why Trump fired him, because he was lying to Trump on an issue with Iran, trying to trick Trump into going to war and Trump fired him. So now he wants to attack Trump. And these are things that people have completely forgotten about. But now they're going to sing his praises. So he's going to come out. He's going, well, I don't know about the border. And I think that, you know, Joe Biden is doing the best he can. No, he isn't. There are laws that Joe Biden can implement right now to shut down the border. It's not about racism. It's about protecting our sovereignty, protecting our sovereignty and make certain that we know who's here. And another thing, Andrew, even if when Trump gets back into office, we've got to hope and pray that he has Republicans who are willing to fight for him. Mitch McConnell, who has been in that position for almost 20 years, who has done nothing but just been a stumbling block, a snake with two heads. If Trump gets him back into office and he starts trying to implement his plans, you're going to have people like him who's going to stand on the sidelines and say, no, we can't do it. Because secretly, they're okay with all these issues. Yeah, I mean, we give Biden a hard time. Mitch McConnell can't even get through a speech without having a stroke. I mean, it's just uh, sad to see how these people hang on. And he's going to be another lifer, uh, like a Dianne Feinstein that won't leave until uh, he's in his coffin. It's geriatric center in D.C. And then did you see Nikki Haley, the ad she came out with on Twitter? Talking which about one? Trump with Trump. And, yeah, which one? Trump and Biden. Grumpy old man, too, that they're two old men, 80 year olds. And do we want to have them in the White House? She's gone. She's going uh, scorch earth on this. She, I believe she knows that she's not going to win. So she's become bitter, which isn't good. She's become bitter, and she's going to try to destroy Trump by any means necessary. And that's how you know that she's a rhino. Because if she wasn't a rhino, she would say, no, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to play this game. I'm going to play it fair and square. Because if I don't win, I've still got to support him. And she's a conspiracy theorist. She keeps uh, putting out this conspiracy that really doesn't even make sense, that she's the only one that can beat Joe Biden. And then Kamala Harris is going to be the next president of the United States is what she keeps claiming is the Democrats' plan. So uh, apparently she thinks that Sleepy Joe is going to beat Trump. And I guess before Joe Biden even takes office for his second term, he's going to replace him with Kamala Harris. Uh, Can you even do that? But anyways, it's just horrible logic anyways. I mean, uh, as we've talked about before, Joe Biden's not releasing anything to Kamala Harris. He's not going to because they doubt her capabilities. They don't even think that Kamala can serve. And, you know, I find it interesting also, that's something else that I find interesting, is that the media, all this talk about diversity and equity and respecting women they have completely just bypassed over Kamala, disrespecting her and looking to run someone else as opposed to saying, okay, if Joe doesn't do it, Kamala will get it. But they're not doing that. They're saying, well, Michelle Obama, because they want people to get comfortable with Michelle Obama and want people to think, well, we didn't bypass a black woman. We just got another black woman. But what becomes of, Mich- what becomes of Kamala Harris? 
And if I were Kamala, I would keep up holy hell. I would think, oh, no, you're not. I'm next in command. Are you guys trying to say that I'm incompetent? Are you guys trying to do the same thing that the right is doing? She better wake up because if I were her, I would, I would create holy hell. But back to what you were saying with Mallorca, the impeachment, and uh, Joe Biden and the laws and abiding by it, there are laws on the book. Mallorca refused to honor the laws. You have got Senate Republicans who want to get into bed with the Democrats, strike a deal, and these would be the same Senate Republicans when it's time to impeach, they will not impeach Mallorca. The House is saying that they have the votes. But when it goes to Mitch McConnell and his crew, they will look the other way. Now, if the tables were turned, as I said, it would even get that far, because if it were Republican, he would have already resigned. Remember, we had, how many Homeland Secretaries did we have? We had one, one of the person's name was Kirsten, and then there was another guy. And I think Kirsten just stepped down because of all the grief she was getting. She couldn't handle it. This is what Democrats would do. They will, they will wear you out. They will come after you. They will come after your family. And we know right now that the Department of Justice under Merrick Garland, who's also, we're finding out, getting ready to have surgery. Now, we know that he will not protect them. The same way no one is going to protect the police on the streets when you have the illegals attacking them. It's the police today, tomorrow, it will be you and your family. You have, if we don't stand up, if people don't turn out in droves to vote Joe Biden out of office, you're crazy. The man is old. He's senile. He has dementia. When the media comes out, it's, and Joe Scarborough, I was watching a clip from him, he and Mika Brzezinski, well, you know, he's already, she has him wrapped around her fingers, so he'll say and do anything she wants. But when I hear people like him and Loris O'Donnell and KGP talk about Joe Biden and how he's full of energy and he's just working on all cylinders, it's just amazing to see how he works. And Nancy Pelosi says the same thing. Where's Maxine Waters? Has she retired to a nursing home? Because we haven't seen her lately, Andrew. And usually she would be out front and center. Where is she? We need to look into that because I haven't seen her lately. But back to what I was saying, uh, when they talk about this guy being so vibrant and he's just like the top of his game, I'm like, who are they trying to convince? Because we see that this man is old and decrepit. And if Nikki Haley wanted to win, she would say, okay, uh, Trump might be old, but you look at Joe Biden. He is an old, old. There are people that are in their 80s. Look at Bernie Sanders. So I don't buy this whole thing when they try to say that Trump is old and, you know, at this age, anything can happen. Because they say that a lot also, Andrew. And, you know, at his age, anything can happen. Anything can happen at any age. When you look at the state of, the, uh, of our criminal justice system, when you look at the crime that's so rampant, look at what happened in D.C. A cabinet member of Trump's got beaten, got shot. He's in the hospital in critical condition. This is D.C. where Muriel Browser is the mayor. No one is calling this out. Our cities are falling apart. We have illegals that are coming in. We have people who aren't obeying the law. And they're telling us that everything is okay. Yeah, and criminals are being released. Criminals are being released back into the public, but everything is okay. Yeah, and uh, something I don't know if we've gotten a chance to talk about is the development in the uh, Daniel Pena case. 
where uh, the last I saw, things weren't looking good. Uh, he's going to uh, have to uh, face a jury, I believe. Or is it a jury or a bench trial um, for choking the guy out instead of just all charges being dropped, which is what should have happened. So here in New York City, you can't even defend yourself against the mentally ill criminals or else they'll try and lock you up and throw you in prison instead of them. You're right. And he should not be facing this. This They should have dismissed this. They should just dismiss it. But they won't because we're in liberal New York City. And they want to prove a point. Now, just imagine had this guy, this Michael Jackson impersonator, had killed someone. What would have happened then? You have a good Samaritan trying to protect. And see, this is how precarious the situation is, Andrew, because the people who were on the train are coming out saying that they were, they were fearful for their lives. They were afraid. And they command this guy for what he did, putting his life in danger. This is everyone that they've interviewed. Now, if this goes to court, of course, someone will come out and say, well, no, I think he did it on purpose. This is where we are. But going back to illegals, I want to make one more statement before we go to break. Are you guys aware that some of these illegals are living in airports, sleeping on the floors of airports, of course, in liberal cities. And not only that, here's the kicker. They can fly anywhere in the United States and not produce an ID. Not produce an ID. Whereas you or I, we've got to go in, we've got to take our shoes off, we've got to show our ID, government uh, ID, but they don't have to do it. They can just fly. Now, imagine, Andrew, if one of them is a terrorist. I can't believe this. They can fly without an ID. Some of them are living in airports, sleeping on the floors. We've seen the videos. How are they getting there? Send them back home. That's where they belong in the bosom of their families and their own native country, not here. We don't need them here. They're blowing up our economy. They're bringing in crime. They're attacking the police. Send them back. This yeah. is all Joe Biden's fault. And Joe, as you opened up the, uh, the second half saying, Joe has laws that he can apply to keep them from coming here, Andrew. Yeah, and if Democrats really want to help Ukrainian refugees or they want to help uh, refugees from the Middle East that are in the Israel-Palestine uh, conflict, well, it's just too bad because we're taking so many illegals, we can't help out refugees right now. Um, it's just not feasible. Uh, people don't consider things like that. People that actually need to come here uh, for help, perhaps. Uh, they're not going to be given consideration because we're just over-inundated with illegal aliens. Over-inundated with illegal aliens, they need to go home. They are a drag on our system. We cannot support them. There is no more room in the end for these illegals, and they're not the finest or the brightest. They're coming here, and they're living off the system. Send them back. Impeach Mallorca. But something has to stop. We need, and I'm so glad that all these other 
conservative governors, Republican governors are supporting Abbott because they know that it will be their states next that the Democrats will try and dump these people off to. Black people better wake up. You need to denounce Brandon Johnson in Chicago because the man is a threat to your neighborhoods and to your very survival. Yes. Eric Adams, Mariel Browser. Uh, We could go down the list of people that should be denounced. Uh, You guys are tuned into After Dark with Rob and Andrew. If you're looking for better sleep, focus, and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Healthy Cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. Absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cell's pill-free vitamins. You've got a tough schedule. We, we all do. Well, Healthy Cell can really help you power through your week. You can go to americaoutloud.shop, find a link to Healthy Cell, and save with the code OUTLOUD. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. Well, the year 2024 must be the year of the Patriot, and AmericaOutloud.news will equip you with all the information you need to give new meaning to the words Patriot Act. For our actions always ultimately define our words. Now is our time, my fellow Americans. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death and disability. Today's high-stress, on-the-go lifestyle makes it hard to stay heart-healthy. Lifestyle changes like exercise and diet are critical but you can also support your heart with concentrated nutrients. Healthy Cell created heart and vascular health to support three aspects of heart health, cholesterol, blood pressure, and triglycerides with CoQ10, vitamin K2, resveratrol, and soluble fiber. And Healthy Cell's not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients. You would need to take 13 pills to get the same amount of nutrients in each gel pack. And these great-tasting gels come in a small packet Tear off the top, shoot it down, or mix it in water. Get heart healthy. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD for 25% off. So the last half of the show, Andrew, I just want to just continue with the theme of closing the border and impeaching Mallorca. I also want to just address the point that you made during the second half of the show about Ukraine and stopping the funding of money. Because what the Democrats are hoping is that they can tie all this into this package. Now, if you think some couple of shows back, I had Andrew had asked me about this package deal that they were trying to put together. And I said, I don't care. I don't want the government to close. But of course, on cl- closer observation, and I'm seeing what the Democrats are doing, They're trying to tie all this into Ukraine. We're going to do this for Ukraine. We're going to do X, Y, Z. We want more money for Ukraine. And we want to do this. Ukraine is a never-ending war. 
The only thing we're doing is giving money, putting money in the pocket of Zelensky. And he's mad, by the way, of Hamas attacking Israel because they've fallen off the radar. He doesn't like that. I'm also reading that some of his top generals, he's having conflicts with the top generals. Now, let's just be honest here. Why is it that this so-called war is still going on? What more is there to destroy in Ukraine that hasn't been destroyed? I mean, when this thing first started, they kept telling us, oh, it's a matter of days, Putin is going to fall down, and it hasn't happened. What's going on here? We need some more intel. You know, Joe Biden went there and gave this crazy speech about we're going to stand with these people and we're going to stand on the right side of history. But the war is still going on. How many years has it been? Is this the third year? Or the second year? This is ridiculous. We need to shut up our coffers, go home, and focus on our own border. Because this will be going on indefinitely. While they're trying to tell Israel to make a deal with Hamas, a two-state solution, and we had a guest on last night, Sammy Stegman, who said that that's just not going to work because Hamas doesn't want it. They want to eradicate Israel. We need to be telling Zelensky he needs to work out a deal with Vladimir Putin. Right. And then you've got warmongers like Lindsey Graham and John Cornyn who are just licking their chops at the idea of going to war with Iran now, saying we need to bomb Iran. Uh, I don't know about you, Rob, but with Joe Biden at the helm, I don't want us going to war with anyone. Uh, I know we lost some soldiers and stuff, and we need to stay strong, but I don't trust Joe Biden at the helm, especially with his foreign policy record. Do people actually think Joe Biden can commandeer a war? Do they actually think that Joe Biden would be successful commanding a war? Yeah, we need to show Iran that we are, you know, the big dogs on campus. But is Joe Biden the leader that we want in the seat when this happens? We're where we are now because of the failed policies of Joe Biden. They're doing what they're doing now because they see that Joe won't close a border. He's okay allowing all these people to come in. Joe won't stand up to China. He's tippet in his response to Israel and Hamas. So why not do what we're doing? Our troops have been attacked, Andrew, almost two, I think it's 200 times in international waters. And now we've had three soldiers to be killed. And I just want to talk about that a little bit more here because the media is downplaying it. And you know why they're downplaying it? Because they happen to be black, one man and two women. They're downplaying it. They don't want black people to know that there were blacks who were killed under Joe Biden's regime. Three black soldiers who should have never lost their lives. Had Joe been watchful, this should have never happened. Three black soldiers who will not be at the dinner table. Whose bodies have probably come back to the United States and Joe probably looked the other way. I wonder if he even called the families. And if he did, I'm sure he brought up the same side story about I lost my son and my son and my son. No one wants to hear about that now, Joe. But see, the media will have you to believe, oh, yeah, because he can identify 
because he's, no, 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 it's not about Joe. These are about the families of the three black soldiers, a 46-year-old man, a girl who was 23, and I think the other might have been 22, but young in the prime of their, not even the prime of their life, their life was just starting. Yeah, it's tragic. Joe Biden is a scumbag. You remember when uh, he first announced he was running? I was like, yeah, I know he's corrupt and everything, but I think he's just kind of old at senile and Jill Biden kind of leads him around, which I wasn't totally off. But the more you hear from this guy, you just hear that this guy is a flat out sleazebag, uh, scumbag. Uh, name the adjective and that's not strong enough for Joe Biden. I mean, this guy has been probably the most divisive president of all time. He's been jailing his political opponents. Uh, he's left our borders wide open. Uh, it's a disaster in the Middle East after President Trump was signing all these record peace deals. Uh, we had a good relationship with Russia and Ukraine. Now we've got a horrible relationship with Russia. Joe Biden just announced more uh, climate change um, bills, which will uh, hinder our drilling executive orders, I should say, and uh, make Russia more dependent on, or make people more dependent on Russia for oil. I mean, the guy is just a complete disaster. And as I said, he is not a good person. He's a complete scumbag, Rob. That's because he is a scumbag, <laughs> a complete scumbag. He is a scumbag. Joe Biden, a complete disaster. I never had any confidence in him when he decided to run. I thought, look out. And you saw how the media kept putting him out there, kept, oh, he's going to do it. I mean, he almost lost all, the media almost stopped backing him up until he came to South Carolina because they weren't for certain about Joe. Joe was a last-minute choice. They propped him up the same way they're propping him up now. And look at what he has done to this country. He is the worst president. I know they say that they were saying that Carter, but they think there was, I think it was Burr, the president before Abraham Lincoln, they said he was the worst. I think not. Joe Biden is the worst president ever. He is by far the worst. Someone who doesn't want to protect our borders, who has caused a lot of strife in the country, strife between the genders, between the races, between the sexist, being okay with uh, cosmetic surgery on our children, and he's trying to guise it as gender reaffirming. No, that's a lie. Stop his mutilation. And for people to go okay with that, to fall in behind it, educated people, and I think Clay. Clark on the, came on the show a couple of weeks ago and he said, Rob, think about what you said. You said educated people. That lets you know that these people who say they have an education, they're just as dumb as they want to be. They have no common sense. And it's true. They see themselves as being the elitist. They want to tell us what to do and how to do it. And this was all ushered in under Barack Obama. Another failed president, in my opinion. The people will say he was okay because he was the first black president, but he was a failed president. Because as he was going out, he's the one who had this brilliant idea, let the aliens come in. That's how we can stop the Democrats because we'll secretly be able to let them vote. But before then, during his first term, he said, no, we need to control our borders, hmm. enforce our border laws. Folks, it's not difficult to do. 
It is not difficult. Trump laid out the blueprint. You go in, you talk to Mexico, and you say, this is what you're going to do. Now, people get hung up on, I was watching uh, Martha Raddatz on a show. She went into Trump land, and she was trying to figure out, why do all these people like Trump? Well, why do people like Joe Biden seem that he's a complete failure? See, they never think to ask that. So when they go out and they say, we're going to interview these Trump supporters, these MAGA supporters, to find out why they like him, I would just turn the table and say, well, who else is there to like? Joe Biden, who has failed us, who want, who will not control the border, who has been very divisive, who's okay with children changing their gender, who's okay with the government stepping in and interfering with a parent and their child. I'm supposed to be okay with him. Yeah, a man yeah. who has caused us to lose respect on the global stage. You're right. And it's the deep state that has been being, been screwing the American people for decades now, from Bill Clinton to George Bush to Barack Obama. I mean, President Trump's the first guy to speak up uh, for the everyday American. And, you know, Rob, the GOP just needs to do a better job, uh, not to sound sexist here, but getting more women to vote with their brain and not their emotions. I mean, they say if uh, only men voted, I mean, Donald Trump would win in a huge landslide. Uh, Joe Biden, I mean, this guy's a creep. He sniffs little kids. Uh, how can they do a better job of selling that to women? Uh, because it seems like uh, that is the Democrat stronghold, and that's why they're going to hold on to abortion as their main talking point going into the election. They're going to try to put this border stuff aside, not talk about that, and just try and claim that uh, Republicans are trying to control women's bodies, which we all know is nonsense. But how do you get women to know that? Andrew, you make a very valid point, an excellent point, the same way how you get blacks to see it also. And it's, it's very simple. Go and talk to them. Go talk to them and listen. It's almost as if though we've given up. Well, we're not going to get that vote, so we're going to look somewhere else. That's not going to work because you need those votes. You have your base. Now it's time to appeal to someone else. If you could just carve out a percentage of that group, and right now in the black community, they're saying, hey, here we are. Come talk to us. But you got the lacks of Rona McDaniel who will look at it and say, oh, well, we're not going to waste our time because we're not going to get those votes. Remember, Andrew, during the 2022 election and the people that we had on our show, really great candidates, but they all said the same thing, that the GOP was not supporting them. They need the money. And if you're not going to give us the money, then help us get out there to talk open up the door. And when we come there, you don't say anything, let us talk. But the GOP didn't do it and they won't do it. They're busy trying to run these established candidates who can't connect. You look at Chicago, you look at New York City, you go to these neighborhoods and they're saying, we're sick and tired of the Democrats. You're lying to us. We're dying. You're bringing in all these illegals. You're dumping them into our community. They're bringing down the price value. They're bringing down the wages. They're messing up the neighborhoods and they're bringing in crime. We're tired of it. What else do you got out there? Democrats should go out there. And I don't know whose Trump's handlers are, but they need to let him loose and let him go there. I don't care if he does say, oh, black people, these are my black Americans. I love them. Let him say it. Let him go there. Open up the door and let the man go. Let him talk to the women. Put Melania out there. Stop being afraid. I mean, these people are saying, 
We're here. Give us something. But we keep going to the same people that we already got. We've got the base. Go after Nikki Haley. She, she thinks she has the college moms. Go after the college moms. Let the college moms know. If you vote for these people, if you vote for Joe Biden, your sons and your daughters will get hooked on fentanyl. They will die. What's coming across the border will kill them. They will die. Just be frank. Tell black people the same thing. You talk about that I'm a racist and I don't want to give to you. Look at what I did with Opportunity Zones. Look at what I did with the Second Chance Act. Look at all the black men who are able to open up their businesses. If you don't vote for me, if you vote for Joe Biden, you're going to still be singing, we will overcome one day. And while you're singing it, they're going to be bringing in illegals to take your place. Bring it to them. Put it to them. I mean, this just I, I look at this and I'm like, come on. If you have Tim Scott behind you, put him out there to talk the same way like Vivek. I think he is a great mouthpiece for Trump. Put him out there and let him talk. I don't know if Tim Scott is the same thing. Brian Donalds, put him out there and let him talk. You got to get people who can talk and put them out there and let them talk for you to bring in the vote. But putting out the same people over and over again, it's like Trump can only do so much. Okay, but you got to put him out there in these key areas because you can get those votes. Right. And as much as we like Tim Scott and Dr. Ben Carson, let's face it, they don't connect with the black community. Uh, I don't think they would be good selections uh, for like a vice president type of position. I mean, in a cabinet positions, yeah, all day, they'd be great. But um, neither one of those guys exactly has the type of personality like a Byron Donalds that really connects uh, with the black community. They don't have the personality that connects. They don't have that fiery speech. They're great. They're nice guys. Ben Carson, he's nice, but he just he just doesn't connect. Again, you look at a Vivek, someone who's, I mean, who says it, he's on point. He doesn't stop. He's bam, bam, bam. That's what we need. Put him out there. Let him go to the border. There are people that are there that can get the job done. Those are the people that we need out there. But Republicans have got to start standing up and fighting back and looking at these voters and say, we're going to make a play for them. Talk about the border wall. I mean, not for nothing. I mean, as soon as Trump, when he went to South Carolina, I want him to pivot a little bit and start talking and talking to these people. I don't want to hear any more about what they're doing to him and these uh, trials because we know what they're doing. Talk about it a little bit, but then move on and talk about what you're going to do and that if they don't put you in, this is what's going to happen. Because the trials, the Democrats are going to talk about that because we already know they want him to get a conviction. Once they have a conviction, it's hallelujah. Now, we're going to always put that in our eyes that he was convicted. Okay, let's talk about what you can do, what you're going to do, what you're going to stop. From day one, like you said, I'm going to ship them all back to Mexico, round them all up. I don't care if they've had kids here, round them up and send them home. Because what are they doing, Andrew, besides living off the government? And if you don't want to do that, then just say, okay, that's fine. We're just going to cut off that money spigot. You're right. Now that Ron DeSantis isn't running for president, all of a sudden he's just uh, just getting all kinds of things done in Florida, at least uh, he's saying he is, on, if you're following him on social media. Uh, he sent some Florida uh, National Guard towards Texas's way to help them out, secure the border. 
Uh, he's also, though, uh, taken a, at least one cheap shot at President Trump since he's resigned in office, saying that the governor holds the power of the pen and that uh, the Florida taxpayers aren't going to help pay for Trump's court cases, which is understandable. But he was quoting a fake news political article. It was just an unnecessary shot, certainly not a sign of unity. Uh, do you think it's important that President Trump and Ron DeSantis uh, appear together at a rally or something? Because it seems like they're still not on the best of terms and there's still some uh, bad feelings there. Yeah, Do you think I, DeSantis I, supporters, uh, there's enough of them where President Trump needs to make sure he shares that up and gets them, especially in a state like Florida? We can't let that go. No, we can't let it go. And I think Ron DeSantis, one of them needs to make the first move, even if it's Ron DeSantis. I think that, and I've been saying that for quite some time, and they haven't appeared on the same stage one, uh, after Ron DeSantis suspended his campaign. They need to appear together to show a force of unity. That has to happen. Maybe they'll do it after South Carolina. It would be great if Ron would go to South Carolina. You got to lick your wounds and keep moving forward. It's your fault. No one told you to get in the race now. Okay, no one told you. We told you this was going to happen, that you were going to get beaten up, that you weren't ready for this. We have been talking about this, Andrew, for quite some time. So now it's time to kiss, make up, get on the same stage, and support each other. That would be my advice. Kiss, make up, get on the same stage, because it's about saving America, Andrew, and making America great again. Yeah, you got that right. Great show, Rob. Thank you all for tuning in to After Dark with Rob and Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel. And you can also find us... Uh, our podcasts on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, wherever you listen to your podcast, please be sure to search for America Out Loud. In addition to that, we're available on AmericaOutloud.news. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, stand for something or fall for nothing. <laughs> 